0: We have an opportunity here to bring presence to the ceremony that is your life. And my invitation to you is to stop whatever you're doing, wherever you are, just for this one precious moment and take a deep breath. Follow the breath into your root point and land yourself right here right now into your present moment and exhale. Welcome to the space where all the magic is happening and prepare yourself to receive the wild, raw expanse that is available inside the dojo that is your life. You are the empowered center point creator of every single experience that you are drawing into your field at this time. When you recognize that, and really get that in your bones you will receive yourself as the magnet for the most perfectly expansive evolutionary curriculum that is precisely crafted for you to evolve beyond what was in order to claim all that is a match to the you who is free and that is what we are here to do inside the dojo as we explore what it means to live a life beyond the edge This is a Soulfire production. Hello, Dojo family. I'm here coming to you from Turkey, and I've been spending a really magical few days here in a town called Akiaka. Yes. Akiaka. <laughs> And I'm here with my dear sister, Satya Lights. And we've been journeying together as friends for many years. And over this last year, she's taken what I would, I think, safely name a pilgrimage home and reconnected with a lot of intention. to the place that she was born, to her roots. And after spending some really deep time together over the last few days, I feel genuinely a significant shift in her being. This is the first time I've seen Satya since the last time I saw her, which is, is was during a name change ceremony that she initiated for herself. She claimed her chosen name and then moved home, moved to Turkey, to her land of origins. And we talk so much about you know, our roots and how important it is to get into right relation with our roots. And today on this episode, I really want to explore what that actually means. And I feel like Satya is the perfect woman to take us on that journey. And so with that, I'd love to introduce you to Satya Lights. And Satya, I'd love for you to just share a couple words around yourself what's inspiring you most right now and and what's your like highest expression and excitement on the planet right now in terms of how you serve up your gifts mm-hmm. so first of all thank you for having me on your podcast and
1: blessings and <laughs> greetings to all the dojo family so i'm satya Lights, and i go with you know like There's so many things, but I would like to choose an artist for myself, actually, like taking so many different titles. And at the end, like I think that all encompassing is a healing artist for myself. And these days, what's really exciting me is to really connecting to my heart and exploring what it really means to actually touching people's hearts through my heart. And I'm doing that and, you know, actually like exploring that, like through so many different areas with my work, with groups and one-on-one and it's
0: my family, friends, everybody really. So yeah. Yeah. It's such a simple and powerful way to distill what it is that you're excited about doing on the planet at this time to just simply say, and and for everyone listening, y'all know I love to create a ceremonial and highly intentional field for us to learn and grow together through the transmissions that come through our dojo guests. And so for your Yourself in this moment, I would love for you to tune into your own heart. And if, could you imagine creating a life for yourself where you could truly say that the highest excitement in the way that you touch the planet at this time is to keep your heart open and connect to the hearts of others. In a way that heals them, in a way that inspires them, and through your own unique heart wisdom, the intelligence of your heart. And so much of what you shared there strikes me because of the simplicity of it. Now, I know about Satya and the many multidisciplinary pathways that she has walked down. And we'll, I'm sure we'll get into many of those, but including many years in deep dietas on the shamanic path, in deep training with her teachers there, and you know, work with NLP and so many different training, like she's been trained to facilitate, coach and heal and with combo in many different modalities and disciplines. And yet when I ask you what your highest, the highest order of how you are touching the planet at this time, you brought it down to the simplicity of just keeping my heart open, loving and touching those around me with the radiance of my heart. Like what you know so many people are like well what do you what's your excitement how are you expressing yourself on the world the tendency is to go into the specificity of this is what I do this is what I've learned this is how I do it and so can you speak to that a little bit like how did you arrive in a place because by the way guys where we are right now is in (laughs) this adorable Turkish countryside village in a stone home. I'm sitting in front of, if you're looking at the YouTube, you can see the video behind me. You'll see these stone walls and beautiful stairs. And on the other side of the video, there's this beautiful two-story fireplace that's cornered facing out to the mountains. And it's just You know, little tiny homes all around with this gorgeous Turkish mountainside and five or six cats, you know, and a dog, and just this really chosen life that is really simple. And it's choosing to be connected to nature, to be connected to this space, to be connected to the people of this land. And so what is it that inspired you to bring your body into nature into a village on your own and and how did you arrive at a place where you know that that heart light energy is the main event and where i was going with the village pieces as we've been journeying around i've been struck by how much satya's heart is shining and touching the hearts and lives of everyone that we interact with from her neighbors walking over to the, to the fence, to the dog next door that she just couldn't help but feed to the five cats that she's adopted since she's been here to the, you know, owner of the Pilates studio that we walked by. It's just Satya. I really feel the way that your presence is, is rippling out into each and every moment when you could say so much about what it is that you do. So, what's that journey been like for you to actually distill it down and get comfortable with just, I just touch people with my heart? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, just by listening, thank you. Like my heart opened twice as much. <laughs> and you know, what I have been discovering. I mean, I will distill like how it has been, like what the journey has been like, which is a long story, yet in simplicity, it is the hero's journey, right? Like, you know, back and I'll get to that yet in its simplicity, like there is. Nowhere we can get to without actually opening our hearts. If you're really, really willing to, you know, like going to the depths of ourselves and willing to die. And you and I, we have been really doing this work. Like when we say we're doing the work, like we're doing the work. And like a lot of dojo people know this, like we are doing it. And like, and when it comes to a point where, like, I'm asking myself, where is my leading edge? And it always have been like really guiding me to my heart and following the heart. Like, I have been like really, you know, asking myself, what does that really mean to follow the heart? And at the end of the question, like, I found myself here. Like, I found myself in many places, yet I found myself here where the actual, like, full on alignment <laughs> happened. And it is for me, I'm also look, like really the witness of this all entire happening, you know, and really watching myself like, oh, okay, this is what really means. I'm also like really being trained and being the student of the entire, like the heart opening journey. So to distill how it happened, I actually tried to be everything else but myself, like my entire life. and. I call it, you know, like becoming satya. And this entire thing, and it's it's like the highest aspiration. Like I think Satya Lights for me is like a really beautiful high frequency that I have, you know, infused with so many like of my highest values in life. And that is this frequency that like I intend. That's like calling. If someone says Satya, it's like oh they're calling my highest, so I better you know align with the heart and open and soften. So from that place to To accept that, to come to that, I had to face a lot of parts of me that, like, it was. I mean, it's simplicity. It's, it's like a learning to love myself.
0: Yeah,
1: and that. yeah, and you know, like coming back home, and coming back home, like literally and figuratively, into the
0: heart and into Turkey. Uh-huh. It's like yeah. it reminds me, you know, again, the simplicity of I had to learn how to love myself. And when we identify as the thing that we do, it's like if I'm the combo practitioner, if I'm the medicine woman, if I'm the NLP facilitator, if I'm the this, if I'm the that, all these identities that I can name that I place value in, then when I'm received as the X, Y, or Z that I place value in, the title, then I'm lovable, then I'm safe. And for you, it takes, from my perspective, it takes courage, a lot of courage to arrive at a place where you can say, what's your excitement? What do you do? Oh, I love, I love, I've arrived. I've gone through enough death processes within myself, depths of all these identities and all these attachments and all of these ideas. Oh my God. I think I just said, I attachments that actually works attachments, (laughs) right to arrive in a place where the identification becomes who I really am with my heart wide open in any given moment. And I trust whatever expression flows through her. And that's what for everyone listening, I really want you to get. I really want it to land. I want me to get that. I want that to land in me. right? And so you shared a lot about the name Satya and what that means to you. And I think the last time I saw you before I came here to Turkey, about probably a little over a year ago, was at your name change ceremony. And so Satya is formerly known as Sedef. And I would love it if you're open to sharing what that journey was like for you, how you arrived at a place where you decided to claim your chosen name. Mm
1: Wow. It is, it is such a journey and it has, I feel like when I look back and, you know, put two dots together backwards, it looks like it has been a long time coming. And it was like very obvious. And I'm sure like, you also get this, like, it was like all the little bits and pieces of information that is leading to this now moment where you're like, of course, I'm going to change my name. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and, and you actually know that through your heart. Like the name has been, you know, given to you like all along. It has been walking with you. Yet when I first received Satya, it was actually, so Satya means truth, truthfulness. And so i uh, one of the yamas of like in the yoga teachings. So when I first, like I was studying yoga, back, like I was first starting to study yoga back then. It's just like, like out of everything, Satya was just ching, ching, you know, like looking at people like okay you know and I had you know no concept of like changing names like or nothing just like stood up as some you know like beautiful word that meant truth and I didn't even like you know have the little actually definition of like oh truth 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 right you know so over the years through coming into medicine work, through combo, through ayahuasca, through psilocybin journeys that I went like, you know all myself, like with myself. it's um there was a very specific something, physical thing that I was actually working on healing, which was my psoriasis. and like it's very interesting enough, psoriasis, t- translation. Like Turkish translation translates to Sedef, which is my name. And Sedef also means the mother of pearl, like the shiny part of the seashell. So, but our brains are association machines and I'm trying to heal this Sedef on my scalp and people are calling me Sedef and I can't help but think about the disease, like, you know, like, because it's coded, right? Like it's okay. The shiny, beautiful, like seashell yet also the disease like skin disease and i have it i happen to have it (laughs) and so in one of the ceremonies i was actually offered this idea of like maybe changing the name and then in that moment like the feeling was satya and coming back in the integration actually it came as satya lights which i didn't have the um you know like the understanding of like what i'm gonna change my last name also like what? And... Um, I knew like subconsciously, not maybe consciously, but I wasn't really fully living in my truth from my, from my higher self. And I said, you know, yes, like I accept, like it's, it's a great concept to, you know, change my name because I'm like in the process of healing this from my being, from my body. And it makes sense, but also it makes sense that I'm not fully living in my truth. And how dare I call myself truth if I'm not fully in alignment. And I said, if the time comes, I will know. And that will be the time. And through, you know, like this journey of like going into apprenticeship and like really deep studies with ayahuasca and ship people traditions, going into deep dietas and isolation and, you know, like a bunch of different stuff, it's um, I came to a point where Like it was like perfectly, you know, on a golden tray, like this opportunity for me to change my name on a passport, like which because, you know, like if you actually legally want to change your name, you have to go through this whole court system. Right. And it was so easy for me to. And then this officer comes in like, would you like to change your name? And I'm like, let me ask by heart. I just felt so like I was like, yes. And right before that, I was in a dieta. I woke up from a dream. It was like this in my consciousness, I was hearing rebirth, rebirth, rebirth. So there was a lot of learning and crumbling down all the programming and like me building my life on a. You know, an illusion. Like, I'm not going to say a lie because it's, you know, it's not a lie. It's just like, you know, not knowing the truth and like believing certain things that will keep me safe in my body through like certain deep traumas. So those traumas were opening and like showing me the truth. And like, I was literally and figuratively like on the floor dying, dying to what I knew my life was. Everything that I knew that was true was not true. And I was like birthing from that place. And that was how I actually got to change my name. And it was so easy. And yeah. And then, you know, you blessed with your being, my name changing ceremony as well. I did.
0: That was was such a beautiful experience. And for those of you who are listening that have known me for a long time, I also claimed my chosen name, which is its own very deep and long story. It was it was a journey of, of six years from the time it came in, the name Zahara, to the time that I actually chose it and claimed it fully. And it, it truly is an initiation. And, you know, I never in a million years... Ever thought that I would change my name until essentially the moment I did it, you know? And it it was a really significant initiation that perhaps on another episode, I'll share the whole story around that. That might be yeah. a cool solo episode. But I just really honor the integrity with which you walk and that it wasn't just a fleeting decision that, you know, you were sharing about the ease of how life kind of offered it up on a silver platter for the actual passport change to happen. But all the alignment processes that you needed to go through in order to release and watch shed what was not actually a match for the truth of you in order to receive that, which is, is a major initiation. So what did that look like, right? Like how did the world of Sadef change relative to the becoming of Satya? Yeah. Well,
1: it is still, you know, like in the, I think like after coming to Turkey, to really accept the truth of me was the you know, like the, the, everything clicked in that moment. Yet until then, everything that was not truth, like it takes a lot of courage to me. Like I'm like, like, what was I thinking? Calling myself truth? Like now, like everything gets, you know, like it, so that like frequency alignment before you know, everything coming to that point until I started like saying, Yes, like this is my path, and saying yes, and going into ceremony, infusing myself with like everything, and like, Yes, this is a path I'm walking. And uh, after that leading up to this now moment everything that was not truth like including friendships and you know relationships with close family members like everything that was not true is crumbling and it is like there's a lot of grief grief of my past version grief of my inner child you know like thinking that, that there was a you know certain life that she believed like yeah, you know and the and know itself like this I can write a book about this whole thing which may happen in the future so yeah like it's a very detailed deep process until here yet yeah like satya opened up so much and also brought me into this integrity it's like it's like is it am i communicating from my satya is it satya you know um, or and sometimes it, it's it's you know like and it's not coming from a place of like bypassing sedef like you know like sometimes people think when i say i changed my name it's like oh you just couldn't handle your old self and you ne- no like it's like actually coming to turkey also was like accepting everything that is sedef And integrating, so from Sedef, like, you know, that, like, because that was the majority of the journey up to this point. And then, like, really aligning with Sedef to become Satya. Because I could not become Satya if I did not accept all of Sedef. So, you know, Turkey was like that, like, actually integration. I would hear people say Sedef, and I would take it as, you know, like, you know,
0: universe is giving me little signs, you know, for me to really you know, cover that like gaps. A thousand percent. It's almost as if you had to let go of that which was given the name Sedef in order to choose that which is truth for you as a being, truth for you, only to return home to that which was given in the form of Turkey, in order to reengage with all that had been given, right? And then the turkey itself gave you satya, the choice. So it's like this full circle initiation, letting go of the given name, which was given by your parents from the state of consciousness, wherever they were at, Choosing the truth, that alignment from that alignment comes the re-engagement with the roots, right? That we're given. And from that given place is the full inclusion of all that you are, which lines you up with actually the true embodiment of Satya. And so now let's talk about that. Like coming home to Turkey. I mean, you were living in, in LA for 15 years. Is that what you speak? Yeah. yeah. For 15 years. So after 15 years in Los Angeles, what was the major catalyst that had you decide I'm going to move back to Turkey? And then what has it been like? What, what has it forged in you to really return home to your roots? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It happened in stages, actually, like
1: me coming to Turkey. And I think like one of the biggest catalysts for me to come back to Turkey, not like for this long this past year, it was COVID. After COVID, after going through like one of the, I'm not going to exaggerate, like darkest night of the souls that I went through. I put everything and I came to Turkey for a couple months, which was the longest that I stayed in 15 years, because I was usually like coming back and forth, like visiting family and like, you know, adios, I'm going home. <laughs> and... This two months, it was like a beautiful connection with my family. We did an epic like Mediterranean road trip, visiting so many different parts of, you know, like where we are right now, actually, like these villages and swimming in this, you know, like season. Like uh, it was actually like for the first time, like me seeing these places and I'm like, like what am I doing there? Like, you know, (laughs) and like really questioning and at that time, like what I was working with actually invited me to sit in a ceremony in my grandmother's house and like really bringing forth all my ancestors and asking their permission to say a different story I remember that exact moment and I think like from that point things started like really like fast um, shifting for me manifesting and everything and you know like for me to say this and that like pinpointing like you probably understand like we do a lot of things for that alignment and everything to happen right and That like ceremony in my grandmother's house, which also passed that year, I got to spend like really beautiful time with her, the longest time that I spent as an adult with her. And before her passing was me really claiming, oh like, I would like to spend more time here in Turkey. Maybe like it can look like me traveling even, you know, like often, more often coming in, doing some work here. I remember like my heart's deepest yearning as I would started discovering myself and my voice in the healing process was supporting women. And it looked like supporting women, traumatized women in Turkey. So I was like, maybe I get to, you know, like start working with women in Turkey. So... And in that time, I was going through a big training process, which I'm still in it with medicine. And that was like, oh, like a few years later, a few years down the line, I can come back to Turkey and like, you know, sit on a land and, you know, live here and this beautiful like olive groves and everything, which turned out like literally the next year, which is now like I'm sitting in a village in Mediterranean and, you know, that was fast. <laughs> it was a very fast manifestation, yet... Now I understand the answer of the question of like, how can I open my heart more? How can I become this, like actually claiming the satya lights was the answer was like, oh, you get to fully accept who you are. Right and like to accept who you really are, you get to go back to the roots and actually spend time there, and actually like feel into the frequency, like actually speak that language. And you know, like the start when I started speaking Turkish again, the the resonance like happening in my body, like everything that I studied. Now I'm speaking everything in Turkish, like with my clients, with my friends, and the conversations that resonates differently in the body and that is actually me accepting and merging with sedef and like satya becoming and that for so for that root to really root to the mother earth to anadolu which is anatolia like mother right like this lands which is an ancient land so for that like power coming like from the root and like that can open the heart right like for that is the part that is like coming from the roots only that kid open heart and that was my prayers the answer of my
0: prayers. Wow, wow, That and is and from so that powerful. place the expansion to the, but like, you know I mean we're gonna get yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are seeing her or I'm seeing her. If you're not watching on video, Satya is making the arm gesture of like from her like womb. Space, the roots coming up, like imagining a tree coming up from the earth. And if you imagine this, like this tree, this backbone coming up through the root of your body through the womb space. And then just erecting itself, it's going to go right through the heart and strengthen and create this backbone in behind the heart, right? This strength, this solid rooted energy. And then she went like out from the heart and put her arms out. Just, I don't know if you meant to do this, but obviously that's like the branches of the tree, but the branches of the tree can only reach out far with, with sustainability and strength. If there's a true sense of rootedness there now, This brings up even a lot for me as I'm sitting with my own relationship to my roots and relationship to my own family and and trauma points that have been in the process of healing there. And this feeling of like, Of home and homeland and the desire to want to spend time at your homeland. And for everyone, it's different, like the reconciliation, right? Of your roots. And I I do feel for myself, there's some root work that's really important that is continuing to happen and needing to happen. And last night Satya and I were at dinner and some of, you know, from earlier episodes, I've had, I have scoliosis and I've had a couple of major spinal fusions and My father this week had a spinal surgery and has been having some back problems and he had an implant put in his back for, for pain. And this week specifically, my back started hurting really, really, really bad. And we were sitting at dinner and I was sharing this with Satya and we both really tuned in and the hit both of us got is that my back hurting as much as it has the last couple of days does feel connected to my father and my relationship with my father and the healing process that, you know, comes through that relationship and where there's varying levels of stability and feeling of rootedness. Right. And so there's this energy that like, I really feel that is igniting a desire in me to, it's like stabilize the relationship with the root and relationship with with father is absolutely one of those stabilizing influences. And I wonder if you could speak to this for, you know, I hold the prayer that my relationship with my father continues to heal and move through its process and that there's rooting and stabilization that happens there that impacts in a good way, both of our backs and, you know, when I think of my back, it's like that curvature, it's like a lack of support, right? It's like this instability. And so when I see you in the energy of like this root, right, this tree, this backbone that you get from being on your homeland, when your home country, whether it's with your blood relatives or not, there's this feeling of like, this is who I am. This is all of me. There's a stability in that. There's a rootedness in that that feels like an erect backbone for the heart. And then those branches that is like the way your soul reaches out and touches the planet to reach further and to touch more because it's connected to a solid center. And so I'm curious if you have any thoughts or channels that come open as I share that both for those who have, you know, deep relation with their family and can quite literally go home and also what about those who, you know, have disjointed relationships with their family of origins or aren't sure exactly where the homeland is to go home to, like, is there anything present that you would share for those who desire to connect to their roots and are either in the process of recapitulating and reworking relationships to create a stability with family. But what about, and also what about individuals who have family members who aren't available for that healing, or, you know, has that occurred in your own family system in any way? And, you know, in terms of home land, you know, how would one, grow that tree within and reconnect to the roots if they don't have quite as literal of a pathway, like you did to like, okay, Turkey is my homeland. I'm going home. So mm-hmm. what would you speak on to that? So what's really
1: coming, this is epic, actually what's really coming, because like considering my story, there's the literal like land and the earth and, you know, like it's like physical experience, right? Yet for, us to connect to our roots like you know like a ceremony like and very like to in its most simplest way we can connect to the land to the root and ask our ancestors to really support us we do not like and you know we can open the conversation through the ceremony so i have opened the conversation because like i thought like by going to Peru and staying in the jungles with the indigenous people, I was, you know, like I was having a conversation of connecting to my roots. Mm hmm and that the conversation opened there and the answer came later and we don't really know like there's not like a you know like let's do this but we can open the conversation with the spirit or the land or the ancestors like i am willing to do this work i am willing to connect i am willing to you know like the our root chakra is like earth like the divine feminine so like really connecting to that like and which is you know like usually you know like with the imbalance of the feminine right now on the planet in our times like the root gets to be really even more connected right so like really opening the conversation with our ancestors because they are actually rooting for us literally to do this work now they are actually really celebrating us for us like showing up and actually saying yes to experience a different experience which is actually like really rooted in the heart and once we open that conversation in ceremony and ritual and meditation let's listen And through like following those breadcrumbs and the, you know, like the whispers of the the ancestors, we can actually, and it can look like different for everybody. Every human, it is different. So like really setting the intention and willingness to really connect with that. Mm, that means you know, like, like in your experience, there's like so many different, you know, backgrounds like Polish, Russian, Israeli. Right. So it doesn't mean that, you know, like you have to really go to, you know, like Russia to really root there, like to feel that. Yeah, that may be, a, you know, like a pilgrimage, like you said. Yet Earth. Is our mother every corner? And you know, like once we connect with the spirit, like we can connect to any piece of land with our heart.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I love that. Just getting into the converse, like to the deep, deep listening. You know, my one of my dear brothers, he has a really deep connection to Egypt and he channels Thoth and has you know, just a really deep heart, soul resonance to that land. But he is half Jewish and half Jamaican and his technically homeland in this incarnation wouldn't be Egypt, but for him, he considers Egypt based on his relationship to himself and his soul, motherland, his motherland, he's calling it his motherland, you know? And so he Just went there a few days ago, and it really does feel to me. I feel like the truth and the resonance for him. It feels like going home for him. And so, you know, Israel. Feel I do feel that. You know, I feel a deep resonance with that land, with the Negev, the desert there. And I'm feeling more and more this alignment and resonance with going and spending some real good time there, and deepening with you know the Hebrew language, you know, and you know the Jewish mysticism. You know, this is part of my background and really developing my own relationship to the the culture you know to the culture and to the the place and the land and the language you know that all does feel highly resonant while also doing like the familial root work. And a lot of that is listening and timing, you know, often I I just want to name with, I've had this experience with plant medicine work, you know, and, and sitting with grandmother, we get these incredibly powerful signals and visions and and healings that occur in the space. And the medicine can take, you know, I've seen this energy of what wants to be healed and what is healing within my patriarchal line. And in some ways it's like, the medicine space can take you into this like 5D instantaneous vision. Boom, I see how it needs to happen. And then, you know, after the ceremony is over, there's the 3D regular waking state of consciousness, physical world reality, and place that each of the family members are at in their own journey, that also requires a lot of patience. It's like everything doesn't need to be, or even can be done like this right away. It's like, we can't rush the physical world reality. So there's also like the power of intention, the power of listening, receiving our vision and our healing and allowing as much of it to unfold through myself or you, if you're listening and resonating as an individual, you can do your own work as quickly as is true for you and life allows, but to not then put pressure on family members, you know, to be further along in what you perceive is their healing process than they are in any moment, because who's to say what anyone's journey is supposed to look like. So I'm finding there's also like a patience in my own ideas of what re-engaging my roots and relationship with the family and the origin story is supposed to look like, because it's not about my idea. It's about my, alignment and devotion to my intention, being in the deep prayer, showing up and saying yes, and sometimes showing up and saying no, and just allowing the baseline resonance of where I'm at to become an invitation without needing to put pressure on or force the growth that will happen with time. So I'm saying that because we're talking about roots. And that can look like physical location that can look like family of origin, like physical or familial roots. And when we listen to this episode and we're going to, you know, inspire people to get jazzed about healing their roots. Well, one timeline is where's the, you know, your relationship with mother earth, the planet, what's your relationship with father sky, with consciousness itself, with spirit, the great father. And then there's Physical, you know, bloodline, mother, father. And that part, I just want to bring a lot of patience and compassion into that zone, you know, because we want to be in a place of really deep pacing without forcing anything while also holding the prayer and the intention for whatever root healing in that way wants to happen when it can. And the best we can do is show up for that. And so, you know, I feel that. Witnessing you in this deep re-engagement with the place of your roots has been deeply inspiring for me to do the work that gets to happen through me on another level now in order to calibrate the relationship to the land, to the great mother, to the great father, to my blood mother, blood father, how those, how the lineage healing is continuing to work through. And a huge part of that is like at this juncture, I don't know how it all looks. I'm just really inspired to listen. And I love that advice you gave, That it's really about like opening up the conversation and getting into the listening to your own body, converse with your own root of like, what do I need to get that deeper sense of stability and origin, like anchor within myself as my heart opens more. And here I've seen you now in a big expansion on a physical world reality level, where I think last time I saw you, you had like 3000 followers on Instagram. And now you have like 60,000 people flooding in, in like the course of a month or something. So I'm curious now, this is just, it's, you know, social media, social media, and It also is a physical world kind of like mirror representation for you specifically Satya around like life affirming going global, that that is a true path for you. And that occurred while you were here in Turkey. And I'd love for you to just kind of share that story, how that happened, how it is still happening and what that's been like for you. Hmm. (laughs) It's still happening as we speak. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so it has been a conundrum. Like, you know, I like I said, I tried to be everything other than my own self. Like I tried everything on. Oh, like this looks nice. Da, 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 da. And then the, the work in the past couple of years, especially my intention was like, what is my medicine? And like, really, you know, taking everybody else's medicine that I took on, right. Like, you know, like even even in expression, everything. So that was part of becoming Satya and like the question and the conversation and the inquiry of what is authentic to me, like, Like what is authenticity? Like really defining, redefining, going, like still like each moment, I feel like that's like a conversation with me and my universe, like in a a moment to moment basis. Yet leading up to this, you know, like how everything that's happening within us is, you know, being reflected outside, right? So the expansion that's happening within me by me saying, I'm going to accept all of me and the truth of me, that is like, you know, like by claiming that, that is, you know, reflecting in so many different aspects. One is now social media. And I remember, you know, like, we set intentions, we have visions, we are holding a mission and, you know, like showing up for it day to day, but we don't know how it will show up, like how it will respond. Right. So we're just setting the intentions and we're, we're in the unknown, making love with the unknown and just showing up to our day-to-day practices. So embodying the expansion was my practice. Like, um, since I like expansion, like, I'm allowing Sedef and then I'm allowing Satya and I'm opening my heart. The energy is moving from the root to the heart to do, you know, like, so that's the practice. And I had no idea how it was going to show up. And as far as my work, then the conundrum in my space, like for a very long time, was am I serving in English am I serving in Turkish what is my truth like what is true to me what is flowing and it has been for a long time English is flowing even you know like that channel is flowing is more true like to me and then and like coming to turkey serving here connecting with you know like my people like in the healing spaces with you know like the modalities like i'm like yeah maybe i should do this like you know like play. and then like still not true and then the conversation was like what if accepting all of me looks like i don't have to look a certain way like, whatever flows, flows, and I'm going global. That was like the claim. I remember the exact moment. And Yeah, like, you know, like the technical stuff to show up like daily, you know, all that stuff is happening. Yes, I'm showing up for the work, like um, whatever is true, I'm sharing. That was the intention. One of the intentions. Also, I decided that I'm a poet. Now, like I'm sharing my poetry. I don't care if anybody doesn't like it. I like it and I'm going to share it. You know, that that fierceness, that accepting my own voice and, like however way it comes and it doesn't have to look a certain way because, you know, in our coaching industry, like it has to look a certain way and like, like there's a certain the da 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 all of it. And I'm like, what if... I do not subscribe to any of that and do whatever I want. On if you know, like there's still, I'm working with a platform, right? Like with the algorithm and everything, you know, like the masculine side of like, we understand that part, but like in that structure, how do I allow my feminine energy and open heart and truth in the moment to come up? And I showed up for it. And that in and of itself, I think it was a testament of like, the heart frequency and the expansion happening in like my land, in this place. Like when you guys, you know, like when we look out, like it's giant mountains and spacious, like spacious is the word. And that spaciousness is like finding the space in my body. And that spaciousness opening my container to be able to hold more in my work, to reach more hearts, touch more hearts. And that is also like translating like 60,000 people. I can't imagine 60,000 people in a room, like when we think about that. And like, I have reached a million people, like unique people in one month. I can't
0: imagine 1 million people. How does it look like from Uh here to there? Like, you know? Totally. Wow. So it's such a wild moment because it really was like a viral video, just like this moment that you were not expecting. Like, tell us about the amount of effort that you put into that video that went viral.
1: So I would like to invite people to actually go to that movie, the the least effort, like morning. It's actually cold. I just arrived to this like beautiful village house and like after my meditation and I have been really connecting with my Sufi roots and practicing like this meditation and, you know, like the heart, like this, the heart wisdom. And from that moment, I'm like, "Mm, I think I'm going to share this, like that insight that's coming into my heart. And I'm wearing this like white shawl because I'm like, I just walked, up i didn't even probably wash my face like to be completely honest and like sitting and there's like the chickens and the roosters around like you can hear that like that's just like simple hard truth and people started watching it and for me yes there is the intention yes but it's happening like it's fast Approaching and like spreading this spiral thing. And I'm in myself, in my being, I'm watching myself and saying, Yeah, you know, like it's going to end probably. It's been three days, four days. Like it's, you know, like, and then it's just like multiply. I'm like, What? And in the beginning, it was actually. Very challenging for me to have that much energy. And like, if we think about the shamanic perspective, the energy perspective, there's eyes, there's energies. Other people are like, like, I'm actually inviting that, like open the space and that space that's available to a lot of people. Like for me, from my 2000 people, which are mostly like my, you know, people like my friends and, you know, like few of my clients to, Like, it's insane. Like, I don't even know how many countries, like, I have been, you know, like, really engaged in, like, really studying these people yet when it first started happening, I remember days like I was physically very tired. I was like resting. I couldn't, you know, like like I it invited me to even like be more grounded in my heart, in ceremony, in my intention. And also like started like open the conversation of why am I sharing what I am sharing? Because now it's not like, you know, you're actually like taking responsibility for this influence because the amount of love I'm receiving yet but also like I'm like sharing something and these people are listening
0: yeah I'm so glad that they are because with the medicine that is flowing through you is so felt and the place that you come from is so pure and I've just loved deepening with you so much this week and looking forward to so much more and the medicine the poetry that you share the you know multidisciplinary expressions that come through you as both a facilitator a ceremonialist and also an artist is just like clearly divinely influenced and so i feel in my heart really happy that there's more channels for more humans to experience you and what comes through you through the medium of Instagram, but also may it also occur through many other mediums as well. And I know this evening you're going to be offering A special workshop as well. And I wonder if you'd love to share about that as we start to transition and close out the episode. And I highly encourage everyone to follow Satya. She really brings a lot of purity and love and poetry through her channel. And as we're sharing one great way to connect with her is through Instagram and just really feel, you know, on, on days that she's sharing. I know for me, I really enjoy just receiving a dose of you. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about what you're offering tonight. So if anybody listening wants to experience you in a workshop, firsthand, a digital workshop, they can. Yeah. So it is actually like, as we
1: believe, you know, like you're a part of it, everything is a ceremony so it's an online ceremonial experience where we're opening the space for people to experience whatever it is that you know comes up so like the intention to you know really from a compassionate place to hold them to without teaching anything yet opening space for them to remember who they really are and i do like highly believe that if it's not a skill like if it's not a skill set we do not really need to learn anything anymore like that, you know, like the books and the guru, like we do not really need to follow the gurus and the books and the, you know, like all of that. Like when we actually have the capacity, which, you know, like that takes work to be able to come to the heart and like learn the ways in which that our hearts is offering the infinite wisdom that we do not really need to learn anything. So that is my intention by opening the space, like to bring people into a place of like full circle death and rebirth and coming into the heart space from that point, whatever it is that is like in their field to be revealed, through many different modalities. Like, this is what I'm teaching. It's called I am that. Like, it's coming from I am that, I am, right? Like, and I also like really claiming and empowering people for their vision to own their vision. I am that woman. And from that, I am that woman, I'm that man, to I am that, I am I'm everything. So it's like a full cycle of like remembrance and expansion and healing. And manifestation also, like with the embodiment of all of this in a practice. And within this practice, you know, we just, intent whatever wants to come forth for them and it's usually like the feedback has been really you know humbling for me and I'm really excited it's one of my like highest excitements to offer this to people and actually you know like watch their you know like final like face like how they walk into the space and how they leave the space it's transformational. And I love watching that. And I know how it feels like to watch people like in this, going into the ceremony, out from the ceremony, like these are, you know, like it's a privilege and an honor as a healer, right? Like as a space holder, as a facilitator to be able to see this. And I'm getting ready to actually offer that tonight.
0: Yay. I love that you're sharing, you know, I love reminding people that there's nothing more you have to learn when you're resting in the seat of your heart that there's, wow, there's such a relaxation in that. Like when you're actually rooted into your own heart's wisdom And your heart is wide open and you're being guided from there. It's like, if the guidance then is to, you know, add a tool, a technique or a skill amazing, but there's not, it's not like coming from a pressure. Like, you know, what to do when you're anchored in your heart, you know, how to share your voice, you know, how to love, you know, how to receive, you know, how to just be with what's here when you're resting truly in the heart and the mind isn't in the space of worrying, trying to figure it out. or strategize or control or whatever in order to do more, learn more, X, Y, Z more, just so I can feel safe or in control or however it looks, but actually like unlearning and just unwinding into the space of the wide open heart and allowing the love, the force of love that is flowing through you in any moment. It's like removing everything that isn't that. And then when you remove everything that is not that, you become, that's the name. I am that, I'm that, I'm that. I'm connected to it all from the place in my heart. And I really trust the greatest learning, the greatest education is becoming connected to your own heart and acting from there, right? And so really inspiring creation. And it just felt so good to me to receive your medicine. This episode for me has been not only this episode, but this week together has been just so right on time, you know, and very inspiring and moving. Like, I feel my whole system is like, has had time to like rest almost like you would sink into the earth and like you can imagine laying on the grass long enough you like leave an indent. I feel like I'm leaving an indent here like i just my whole nervous system just kind of sunk in. And when you speak and share about the journey, it's coming from such a heart-centered place that i really feel like i can just sink into it. So thank you for bringing your voice and your heart and i'm here to walk with you and dance with you in all the ways. So why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? Well, wow.
1: I'm only using Instagram. I was <laughs> and it's Satya Lights at Satya Lights. Easy. And yeah, like and there's all the links and all the stuff for my work if they're interested yeah thank you and like greetings to all of the dojo people Uh yeah (laughs) so much love and
0: heart from turkey from the heart of turkey oh yeah definitely the heart of turkey talking right now all right dojo family thank you so much for bringing your ears and your hearts here and i look forward to seeing you next time thank you all for creating this space to receive this transmission and for having the courage that it takes to live your life beyond the edge. If you feel the call to go deeper with me privately or explore the dojo ecosystem, the best place to start is by visiting Zaharazimring.com and taking your free micro dojo. You can also find me on Instagram at Zahara Zimring and I love hearing from you guys. So feel free to send me messages, make comments, and I will absolutely get back to you. I also would deeply appreciate if this episode or any of these episodes have touched your heart. Leave a review as it really supports this show in touching more hearts and more lives all around the world. Thank you for joining and I'll see you next time.